All right, good evening, Grace Point. Welcome into the Thursday night teaching. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome the anointing to teach. We welcome the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of the gospel, in the knowledge of our inheritance and your inheritance in us, in acknowledgement of the power that's available to us, Lord. And we release that and thank you for it, God. We need it. Wisdom and revelation, Lord, in the word. So last week we left off, we were preaching. Oh, I got, I got a word of knowledge. Somebody out there right now, your ear is stuffed up and uh, it's popping. Maybe it's going partially deaf and Jesus is opening your ear right now. I command that ear to open in the name of Jesus. I command that stuffed ear, open up in the name of Jesus. I command that deaf spirit to leave. I command that ear to open in Jesus' name. Just put a comment <laughs> in this message if that was you or, you or you can text me or email me if you have my email brade320 at gmail.com if that's you email me bradE320 at gmail.com your ear just opened in Jesus name okay so we left off in Luke 24 verses 48 through the end we talked about it's possible to be a Christian without having the power of God. And we talked about the reality that you may have had an experience with God, but many great saints, and the word itself testifies that we have to be being filled. I'll go into that more specifically here later. But would you turn with me to the book of Acts? Now, how many of you know that the book of Acts was written by the same guy, the same Luke that wrote the Gospel of Luke? Do you guys know that? Luke the physician wrote the Gospel of Luke, and then right after it, he wrote the Gospel of Acts. Luke was actually a traveling companion of Paul. You know, Paul was a great healing apostle. He was an evangelist, a prophet. He had all the gifts because he was an apostle. And he was a great healing evangelist, but he uh, had a physician <laughs> traveling with him. Isn't that interesting? That's, that's truly interesting. So Luke traveled with Paul. He learned from Paul, and he wrote about Paul's life. And, and also, obviously, he got input from Peter and others uh, writing the book of Acts. He, there was a lot of historical evidence that he took in. So turn to the book of Luke, and uh, I'm going to start reading from verse 1, okay? Uh, not, excuse me, the book of Acts, chapter 1. The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Now, I don't have time to go into it, but notice how it said he began to do and teach. Well, I thought he was done. I thought Jesus died and rose from the dead and went to heaven. How is Jesus still teaching and how is he still doing? Through you, <laughs> okay? Christ in you. The hope of glory, Colossians 1.27, through you. He's teaching, loving, reaching through you. He began to do and teach. Now he's doing and teaching through his body on the earth. That's you. That's why you need the baptism of power. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that, he through the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit had given commandments unto the sent ones whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, 
and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. In other words, don't start your ministry yet. Hold on there. Don't start your ministry. Don't leave Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which, saith he, you've heard about me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. I'm going to stop there for a second. Now notice this too. There is a separation of the baptism of water from the baptism in the Holy Spirit. John baptized in water. What type of baptism was water baptism? It was for the church of that day. It, it was for the Jews only. The baptism in water, at least originally, was for the Jews only. It was a baptism of repentance. That's why Peter, when he preached, he said, repent and be baptized. Okay, and he meant water. In the name of Jesus, to be water baptized, that's repentance. Repent, show fruit of your repentance, be water baptized, be baptized in the name of Jesus. Then what will happen? You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that's the indwelling spirit. Uh, and we can talk more about that. But there's a baptism of repentance that John gave. We're going to address that again in uh, Acts chapter 19. So they had been water baptized. They had repented, but they had not been endued with power. So getting water baptized is not enough for the New Testament Christian. The New Testament Christian must repent and be baptized in water, okay, but he needs to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe you actually, the Spirit of Christ comes in you when you're baptized into the name of Christ. The Spirit of Christ comes in you, and the indwelling Spirit comes in you. But there's, I'm going to show you, there's a separate, distinct baptism of power, and we'll go into that. Just so you know that. So repent, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. John baptized with water. Now, float right over to Acts chapter 2. And we're going to see this baptism of power, okay? Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Man, being in unity, being in one accord, how important is that? I'm going to flip over. I've got to do this. Unity brings the anointing. We may have to slow this one down. I don't care. I'm going to go through this slow. This is so important. If you have a house divided, it will not stand. They were all together in unity, okay, with one common purpose, and that was to wait for the baptism of the Holy Spirit from power from on high. They were in one place. That's why, and there's other evidence of it. You can't tell me you can serve God on your own that you can stay at home on Sundays. You don't need to gather together and assemble together to me. They were in one place together. What if God had told you to be in one place together, wait for the Holy Spirit, but you were home fishing on the day of Pentecost? You would not have got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Maybe you would have got the baptism later, but you would not have received it then because they were all together in one place. The Word of God says, do not forsake 
the assembling of yourselves together. We need to gather together, but not just gather together. We need to gather, gather together in unity, and that's what they were doing. Listen to Psalms 133. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts and the garments, like the dew of Hermon, like the dew that descended up the mountain of Zion. For the Lord commanded the blessing there, even life forevermore. Wherever there's unity, that oil and that ointment, that's the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's the presence of the anointing. We need to be together in one place uh, and all in unity, striving together for the gospel. And you could teach all day on that. But it's very important that we are in unity. So they had gathered together all in one place. They were obeying the Lord. They weren't out fishing, okay? They didn't take a vacation. They came together. They obeyed the Lord. So it was the day of Pentecost. It was fully come. They were all together in one place, and suddenly, suddenly, okay, that's how God works. If you ever read the book of Mark, it's amazing how many times, I had a pastor point this out one time when he taught through the gospel of Mark. It's amazing how many times that word suddenly is in the gospel of Mark. God does things suddenly. If you're waiting for a miracle from God, or you're waiting for a touch from God, that's how he does it, like suddenly, boom, um, the Holy Spirit came, and there was a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Okay, get that? It filled all the house where they were sitting. They were all in one place, in one accord, obeying Jesus, waiting for this endowment from power from on high, and we'll pick up there next week.